You're tuned in to the Smoking Section Podcast. I'm your host, your man JT Live. On this episode, episode six, man, we talking about the NFL free agency 2020. There's a lot of different changes going on uh, in the NFL free agency market. So today is the day that um, it all went down, man. A lot of different changes, a lot of different trades. And so we're going to talk about that on today's show. Uh, And you can follow our show here uh, every Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So make sure you get in on it. Follow our show. Follow our show page. That way you'll be able to get the automatic updates on when our show will be broadcasting. I like to say it's the best podcast on the net because I'm going to give it to you straight and raw. And I ain't going to hold anything back. Um, You can follow our show page, The Smoking Section Podcast. Also, you can get it on Apple, uh, iTunes, as well as uh, Google uh, Music Play, Stitcher Smart Radio. You can catch our podcast. We are in all those different formats, so make sure you check us out. Um, You can follow me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, but you can follow uh, our social media pages, The Smoking Section Podcast. That's on Facebook, so like our page, share our page. Try to put a lot of, try to make it as entertaining as possible, but um, get in there and like our page. You can also follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Smoking Section Podcast. Also, um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's at, at jsilas20, so you can check me out there. On today's show, I want to talk about NFL free agency. Man, Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. That's very, very, um, very, very interesting. It, it, but it was time to go. I mean, Tom's been there for 20 years. Man, that's a long time to be in one place. 20 years is a very long time. So Tom Brady is out as the um, New England Patriots quarterback, and he moved on to Tampa Bay. So now I can really root for Tom Brady because he's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for those who don't know, um, my old ball coach, Bruce Arians, is the coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm going to support the Bucs 110%. I will be there uh, rooting on Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has some weapons now. He actually has weapons, so it shouldn't be any excuses. Because a lot of times people like to make excuses. They made excuses for Tom Brady last couple of years. He has no weapons and, you know, all this sort of stuff. Come on, man. Tom's going to have to show that he's he's the GOAT. Some people. I mean, I still say Joe Montana's the GOAT. To me, Joe Montana's the GOAT. But at any rate, uh, Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Teddy Bridgewater has moved on from the, the – um, New Orleans Saints and going on to the Carolina Panthers, which is there with Matt Rule. Matt Rule's a former Temple coach. I didn't play for Matt Rule, but he is there at Carolina. Nick Foles to the Chicago Bears. Now, I'm going to talk about the Chicago Bears a little bit in depth because I, being at this show is Chicago-based, we're based out of Chicago, Illinois, I have to talk about this Nick Foles situation in Chicago Bears because I'm highly disappointed in Chicago Bears. Now, I like Nick Foles. He bought the Eagles a Super Bowl. Now, you know, the Eagles have been the one of one of the major cities that had brought it home. And so, backup quarterback, Nick Foles, bought home the Super Bowl. Also, is Dak being sacked by Dallas Cowboys? I'm just going to say, man, this brother should get paid. Period, point blank. Pay Dak. If you're paying all these other people, you're paying quarterback market, pay Dak. But they really don't have a lot of respect for Dak. And I I have some issues with Dak because I remember doing the – Kaepernick taking a meal thing. He was took he took one for the team. He was the man there. He was he was just sitting in there. You know, hey, yes, I'm, I'm a Dallas Cowboy. And I stand. We're gonna stand for the national anthem. We're gonna play. Teach us all. See what happened. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, man, 
traded. This man got traded for a bag of chips, a sandwich, and a popping soda. Whatever one you call it. Pop soda part of the region you're in. He got traded for a combo meal. Ridiculous. But I got something about DeAndre Hopkins. I'm gonna play a little bit later. It's gonna give you a little just give you a little insight on him and and, and humbleness. So I'm gonna play that and, and so you know and, and I like DeAndre Hopkins. I like the the, the the Texans. I did anyway. Now I'm a little bit shady on them. Cause I'm like, man, what's what's the deal? You know, I like uh, Deshaun Watson. Will he be as effective without that guy at receiver? So we'll talk about that as well. And then Cam Newton and some of the other people who have um, who, who've been told Cam Newton's been told to seek his own trade. How that's how that work? I mean, he's he's supposed to trade himself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not understanding that. And I guess to look at the value of the market sees out there. If you're picking up Teddy Bridgewater, what are you gonna do with with Cam Newton? I mean, Cam has been hurt last year. He was out. I often wonder, and I said this before, Cam Newton taking all those shots, taking all those hits was going to wear on his body at some point. You can't do that. And he got to taste a humble pie, too, because if you remember a couple of years ago, he was talking about nobody had seen anything like this. Him as quarterback coming through. Black quarterback. We've seen black quarterback before, boy. Randall Cunningham, remember him? Dante Cole, uh, Pepper. There's been some black quarterbacks. Warren Moon, there's been some quarterbacks. But, you know, you can't let this media hype build you up because it'll tear you right down. So we'll see what happens with Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Man, 30 for 30. ESPN, baby, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. <laughs> he was just he was just basically giving it, giving it up. And I, you know... Jameis Winston has has a lot to, uh, you know, he has a lot to learn, man, in, in regards to the NFL. He's a young boy. I, I don't, you know, he did some kind of weird stuff to me in regards to some of the stuff I saw early on when he was in Tampa Bay. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But at any rate, um, we're going to jump right into it. Just talk about the Tom Brady situation. You know, Father Times will catch up with everybody. It's just going to happen. I'm going to say this, that, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have maybe one year, a solid year with Tom Brady. After that, it's going to go downhill. And if he doesn't have the protection, uh, if, if he, you know, Tom can't move. He can't run. That offensive line is going to have to be extra solid in order for him to just stay healthy. So we're going to see there. Also, Bruce Arians is a no risky, no biscuit type coach. You got to get that ball downfield. And so Tom Brady's going to be exposed to a lot of hits, even though he has weapons. He has two good tight ends. He has Mike Evans, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Mike can go get that ball. Tom Brady hasn't had, uh, I think he hasn't had receiver over, over six foot tall since like Randy Moss at some point, back, you know, way back when. But this is going to be a true test for Tom Brady. And finally, he's playing for a quarterback-friendly coach. He's with a quarterback-friendly coach. And so this is going to be interesting to see. Uh, Will I mean Bruce Arians is cold. I mean he had Peyton Manning. I mean come on, Peyton Manning's one of the goats. And actually, I thought Peyton Manning was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Um, he that's just me. Tom Brady just the benefit of Bill Belichick. Let's just keep that real. Um, Carson Palmer, he had Palmer at Arizona. He had also had Ben Roethlisberger at Pittsburgh. So Bruce Arians has has had some very good. Uh, quarterbacks, 
that he's coached. And so it'll be interesting to see how Brady adapts Bruce Arians' system. Uh, he has a defense in place with Todd Bowles, former uh, 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 head coach, Jets head coach, but great defensive coordinator as well. And so we'll see how uh, they develop in the near future. So I'm curious to see how Tom Brady works. I think Florida's a great place for him. I mean, hey, the man put in his dues in New England. I mean, he's, he's probably, I would say Tom Brady is probably one of the most decorated quarterbacks in NFL history, at least in my lifetime. I haven't seen any quarterback um, that's more decorated. Of course, I'm a Joe Montana. To me, Joe Montana's the GOAT, and I'll ride with that because he's undefeated in the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady lost to Eli Manning. Sorry. <laughs> he lost to Andy Gump. I'm not giving anybody credit that loses to Eli Manning in Super Bowls. And those are the two. I mean, he's, he's come on. I can't. I'm sorry. He lost to Eli Manning. Feel how you want to feel. But losing to Eli Manning twice? Once, but twice? Now, I got a problem with that, man. So, you know, I'm going to stick with Joe Montana as the GOAT since he's undefeated in the Super Bowl, uh, in Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl era. So I have to roll with him on that. So good luck to Tom Brady. I hope uh, that he goes out, you know, well, because he's playing for Bruce Aarons, for me, I hope he goes out on top. That's just me. That's ba- that's being a little biased. So I have to be biased on that. I mean, but in retrospect, however he goes out, he just goes out, period, <laughs> point blank. So he's had a great enough career. He's won enough. Uh, I mean, he has a wife, tremendous wife family, it seems. And, and so Tom Brady's not going to be one for nothing. He's going to retire in a couple years. He's going to go to California or whatever, Hollywood, live it up. He already has a production company set up. So Tom Brady's going to do well. I don't think he's going to have any issues at all post-football. I'm sure he'll be all over television. I'm sure he'll be on somebody's network, and and, and Tom Brady's going to be all right. Now, the question is, will Bill Belichick be able to replace Tom Brady at quarterback, and who will that be? And that's a great question. That's a great question because who's out there? I mean, Jacoby Brissett can always go back. He can always go back to Indianapolis. Indianapolis Colts quarterback who was with the Patriots at one point. He could always go back. They talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy's all right. Jimmy got a win in San Francisco. He was in the Super Bowl last year. So come on. Jimmy Garoppolo was in the Super Bowl. So I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Jimmy um, in regards to what, to what he's done and accomplished. And people like to kind of downplay that, but to get to the Super Bowl is, is a, is a hard accomplishment to do for any uh, player and especially quarterback. So, Moving on from Tom Brady, Teddy Bridgewater. Just talk on Teddy. Just briefly, Teddy is going, who was, was the backup for uh, Drew Brees at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he signed with the Carolina Panthers. And so that's good for Teddy. I'm happy for him. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's a good quarterback. Quarterback out of Louisville was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Suffered a, a horrific knee injury in 2015. Set out 2016. Came back briefly 2017. He played good. I think he was what? Was he 5-2? and two, Something like that? 5-2? and two, nine, Whatever he was when Drew Brees got hurt. He had a winning record. He it, People said, well, Teddy dinked and dunk. Okay, Tom Brady dinked and dunk too. Okay? So what? He dinked and dunk. That's what, that's what the system called for. And that's what Sean Payton uh, wanted from him. Uh, then that's okay. And, and shout out to Sean Payton too. Uh, hopefully he gets well. He was just diagnosed with the coronavirus. So let's hope the New Orleans Saints coach uh, gets well. But uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater in, in uh, Carolina. I think it'll be great for him. 
hopefully he and Matt Rule can work together. Um, I, I, I'm assuming that they got the, the offensive coordinator uh, or the play caller that was with LSU. So I'm wondering if they're expecting Teddy Bridgewater to get that ball downfield. I don't know. I haven't seen Teddy really air it out. But let's hope they put a system in place for him to be successful. Because I like Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is a good, good quarterback, serviceable. He came back. He overcame that injury, and that was tremendous. You can't come back from that. That that was a tough one. So I, I got to give Teddy Bridgewater uh, big big ups for that. I think he did an uh, an excellent job with the New Orleans Saints, and he picked up some money. Get paid, brother. I ain't mad at you, man. Get that money. Anytime you get that money, get that money. Pick that money up off the table. Don't leave it there. Pick it up. Don't leave it. Somebody off you. Plus, you got a chance to start. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, in regards to Teddy Bridgewater with the New Orleans Saints. I mean, um, with the Carolina Panthers. He's in the division. Man, you got you got Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, uh, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> they all in the same division. They all in the same division. So, it's, it's, it's going to be kind of for grabs, I think, although I think Tampa Bay should win that division. I think it'll be between Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and I'm sorry, I had to go back a little bit. Tampa Bay finished 8-8, eight and eight, okay, with with uh, uh, Jameis Winston throwing 30 touchdowns. 30 touchdowns, and they finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Chances are, man, you know, with Tom Brady there, they should pick that up. That's uh, at least, you know, take four games off for that. Take four or five games off. That on the win column. For the Patriots, I mean, for the Tampa Bay. I think Tom Brady can give him at least five. Just him walking on the field. I think that'll help him. But anyway, you got Bridgewater that's new to that. And I think Matt Ryan's still the quarterback in uh, Atlanta. They haven't done much, man. They, they've just been a colossal failure. NFC South has just gotten tougher. Just gotten tougher. So let's help that out. Um, before we get into the next again, follow us uh, on Facebook, The Smoking Section Podcast. Uh, you can also uh, find our podcast on our Facebook page, The Smoking Section Podcast. I'm your host, your man, JT Live. That's right. Uh, I'm enjoying being here. You can hear us every Thursday right here on Blog Talk Radio, The Smoking Section Podcast. Make sure you like our, um, um, follow our page, follow our uh, podcast, and uh, press the button on the show page to follow. Man, you know, share it, tweet it, download it. Keep this podcast, which we've had some interesting podcasts. We talk about a lot of different things on this show. We talk about politics. We talk about relationships. We talk about sports. We talk about health. We talk about uh, racial issues. We talk about all sorts of things on this show. So make sure you get in and you listen to it and you spread it out to your friends and family and everybody else. Download the show. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel about the show. It's okay. Rip us apart. Rip me apart. My man P. Coop usually here with us, but he'll be back in, in the next couple of weeks coming up. So, um, let's talk. Dak Prescott. I don't want to really delve into his numbers. You know, I, I, I guess if I, I really I just uh, uh, look deep into his numbers. Dak, Dak had a, a very good year, okay? He had a very good year. And so, Tony Romo. I, and I, you know, let's just keep it real. You know... Jerry Jones is very interesting because he rewarded Tony Romo. Tony Romo hadn't really done anything uh, in regards to moving team forward, divisional uh, 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 championships, and none of those things. Healthy, definitely wasn't healthy. Tony Romo was always hurt. He stayed hurt. But now, 
Dak Prescott has not been hurt. I think he has what two divisional championships on this belt. Never again, never gets injured. And he's been a very solid quarterback. But you don't reward that. You don't tear up his contract and reward that right now. So I had to say, Jerry, what's what's up with that? What's what's the deal with that, Jim? Why aren't you taking care of Dak Prescott? Because he should be taken care of, period, point blank. You want to lock your quarterback down. Now, it can happen later on, maybe, but you put the franchise tag on Dak. To me, Dak should got paid. Dak Prescott, and, and Dak was one of the soldiers. He was one of the ones that stood tall during the, the, the national anthem uh, uh, year in which, you know, everybody was backlash, brothers was taking knees and everything like that. And he stood tall for the team. Just goes to show you, man. And I'm not, I don't want to inject race in it, but I'm, I'm just going to keep this real. If Dak was a white quarterback, 100% white, because Dak is half white. If he was 100% white, Dak would have had a new contract. You can't tell me no different. If anybody has anything to say differently about that, you a lie. You're lying. Because there's no way that Dak Prescott should not have had a new contract right now. Period. Point blank. Dak should at least get $35 million straight out the gate. And I'm going to rip. I'm going to rip all the, the, the brother analysts for saying that Dak's not worth that money. He hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. Get out of here, man. Why? You, first of all, why are you hating on another brother trying to get paid? You should never be hating on him trying to get his money. You shouldn't be hating on anybody trying to get their money because whatever somebody will pay them is what their worth is. And so Dak is betting on himself because he believes in his self-worth. And you shouldn't hate on that. This man trying to get at least 35 to $40 million. I ain't mad at him. If he get $35, $40 million, he worth it if they give it to him. But you shouldn't be hating on him. I've seen a lot of those black analysts on a lot of those shows ripping Dak Prescott, saying he shouldn't get paid. And he should get paid. I'm not going to name no names, but y'all know who I'm talking about because y'all seen him. Dak Prescott deserves to get paid. If he were a Caucasian quarterback, he would be getting paid right now. Now, and, and, and people can say, well, JT, that's wrong. You don't know that. You don't have no evidence. Come on, man. We got all the evidence proven. Let's, let's not go there because we can go there. Tony Romo is, is, is evident. Tony Romo didn't do half of what Dak is doing right now on a consistent basis and not being injured. He would have gotten paid. So Dak got sacked, you ask me. Now, you know, they franchised him his board and what he was making. And I heard some, uh, one of the, the sports analysts say, man, get that money, just take it. What? What are you talking about? You shouldn't just settle for that. Well, what you feel you worth. You see what happened with Ezekiel Elliott? He, he stayed in there. He said, man, I'm trying to get what I'm worth. He sat out. Sometimes you have to do that in order to prove your point. Never, ever should you just settle just because that, hey, he's getting $33 million. And people say, well, he's for the average person. That's a lot of money. Well, he's not average. He's working in the entertainment business. That's his job. His job commands that. Why do we have problems making billionaires pay people what, they, what, they, uh, what they're worth? I mean, I, this this is the only society where I see where people are on the side of those who make more money, who let, make less money, should never be giving up money to people who make more. A billionaire, Jerry Jones, a billionaire, three million, four million dollars extra is a drop in the bucket to him. Let's keep it real. Let's not, come on, man. Oh, y'all got it. Y'all got to keep it real with me out there. 
I'm just saying that that's just ridiculous to me. So when I hear people say that sort of stuff, I think it's stupid. Don't hate on this man and his money. Dak Prescott is trying to get paid. And that's what that's the bottom line. And you shouldn't be hating on him trying to get his money saying what he hasn't done and what he should be doing. Hey, it's a team effort at the bottom line. And I'll rip a quarterback to the end of the days. But at the end of the day, beginning and end of the day, it's a team game. Football is basketball, any sport. And so that Prescott, he should at least get 35. 35 to 40 million. If that's what the ass price you paid, uh 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 Derek Goff, he got paid. <laughs> what has he done? Uh, what's the other guy that got paid? Carson Wentz got paid. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, though. Just saying. Foles won the Super Bowl. So if Foles won the Super Bowl, talk to me about why did Carson Wentz get paid? He was backup. They building a statue for Nick Foles in Philadelphia. Give me a backup quarterback who won the Super Bowl? Chicago Bear now. Gonna get him one more second. I'm just saying, it only makes sense that you pay this man. And so, Dak, I'm with you 110%, man. Hope the Cowboys step up and do what they're supposed to do. Make sure they take care of you, man, because that don't make no sense. And all these black analysts, and I'm looking to the camera. I'm doing recording. I'm Facebooking. This is going to be Facebook Live. All those brothers hating on Dak, talking about what he shouldn't do, what he ain't done, and and what and, and because he was throwing from, from behind games and playing catch-up. I don't care nothing about that, man. Stop hating on his money. That's what I care about. Trip off his money, because that's the problem. Y'all dudes are tripping, man. This brother needs cash. What's wrong with y'all, man? Nobody mess with y'all. Y'all try to get a raise from McDonald's, Burger King or whatever, White Castles, wherever you working at. Off the brother, man, trying to get paid, trying to get a couple extra coins. Let him do his thing. That's what I have a problem with. So, hey, we're going to move on from that. My man, Cam Newton. Cam, somebody hook up Cam. I mean, you know, Cam Newton's is a different kind of dude, very centric, you know, the hairstyle, very Russell Westbrookish, I'd say, um, as far as his dress is concerned. But that's, that's neither here there. The man do his thing. I thought Cam, you know, really just just kind of, he hurt himself. Because he's a big guy. Cam is huge. I mean, we're talking about Cam Newton, the 6'4", 6'5", 275-pound quarterback running, you know, 4'4", 40, coming at you, man. I mean, you know, that's that's a that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of, you know, muscle, man. And I, I think he believed he could really dominate. Very strong arm. I think Aaron Rodgers had crowned him at one point. And so uh, Cam is Cam, Cam, but Cam, you got to be smart, man. You got to take care of your body, okay? You're playing professional football. You got to take care of your body, man. This is It's a rough game. You're going against guys. I'm going to tell you something. When I played college football, and for those who know, I played my college football at Temple University, and and I I played junior college football at Ellsworth Junior College, one of the winningest college football programs in the country. And I, I will say this, if ever a quarterback tried to run, I played defense, played defensive back, safety, slash linebackerish. Whenever a quarterback ran, we try to take his head off. And it wasn't nice to lay him down or anything like that. It was with vicious intent. So even if, you know, the quarterback was big, I'm trying to take his leg. I'm trying to knock him out of the game. That's how we were taught to play football. So you have guys in the NFL who 
who are strong, big and strong, just like Cam Newton, who run just as fast or faster than Cam Newton, that when he runs, they're trying to take him out. That's the linebackers. Linebackers ain't playing no games with you. Tear your head off. I don't blame them. That's that used to be that's that was the mentality. Anybody really that came out to run a running back or receiver, they're trying to tear the head off. But a quarterback running, it's all fair game. So Cam Newton was out here putting his body at risk. And you can't take but so many hits. Just look at RG3. It's the Superman. He found out. He was he was more Clark Kent after a while. Because he took a lot of hits. And he didn't last but one hit, one really solid year. So, you know, you gotta you can't take on uh, 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 NFL football players the way you do college football players. It's a difference. And even that, you can't really just go in and take them on because if, if football players really decide that they want to take you out, especially on the defensive side of the ball, once you become a runner, it's different. As are on your case. They are trying to knock you out with intentions on hurting you. Let's just be real. You know, you see what, you saw what happened a few years ago with New Orleans Saints, Jonathan Vilma and all them, they had these bounty gate, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were trying to, they were trying to kill uh, Brett Favre in one game. They had bets and bounties on him. So just understand that, that concept, that that's real. That's not anything fake, man. That's a real, that's a real live thing. So uh, I want to say to to Cam Newton, test the market. You know, you might take a, a little, you might take a little setback. You might take a hit, and that might that hit might be in the form of less money. And people got to, they have teams have to want to give up heirs, draft picks in order to get you, unless Carolina decides to cut you. But I, I think they're pretty much saying, you know. Go out there and see what your net worth is. See what happens. See who comes in and then come back and let us know. Then we'll, we'll discuss. But for them to say, hey, go out there and test the market. Whoa, I don't like that. I was Cam. I wouldn't like that. I'm just saying I would I would look at that, you know, with a with a whole uh, you know, different uh, eye lens uh, if, if I were Cam Newton. Um, yeah, Andy Dalton, he's out there still. He needs a place. Excuse me. Uh, will he be traded from Cincinnati Bengals? I would for him. I would hope that he gets traded out of Cincinnati. I mean, I'm not going. I can't lie about that. Cincinnati is. They haven't been. In, they have been good. Okay. Fired Marvin Lewis. You see what happened with your squad. Squad is not really. You know. So Andy Dalton, good luck to you, man. I thought you were going to be a Chicago Bear, but you know maybe you go to the Patriots or something like that. Maybe they'll trade for you. They'll give up some picks. Cincinnati, of course, they're gonna they're looking on drafting a, a quarterback, so uh, we'll see how that works. Jameis Winston <sighs> was my guy coming out of Florida State, man, and um, you know, just hasn't materialized. And more Marcus Mariota. You, you see, Marcus Mariota, he lost his job to Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill got paid. That's what I'm talking about in regards to Dak Prescott. Tannehill gets paid. He gets like what? 60, 70, 80 million dollars up front? You can't pay Dak? Oh, man. Get out of here, man. Dak has done it over years. I'm surprised Tannehill, big ups to Tannehill, not hating on his money, get paid. He had one good year. But then they franchise uh, the running back. Franchise the running back. Running backs is getting a bad deal all across the board. Running backs just get straight jobbed. I heard somebody, let me just say, I have a Facebook group. 
Chicago Sports Nation. There was a guy on there that made a comment that I just thought was just flabbergasting. He said, because there was some discussion about Tannehill getting paid more than Ryan Henry, running back. And I, I made a comment. I said it was ridiculous because I think it's ridiculous. Uh, Henry had a great year running back. Unstoppable almost. Superman. You're talking about real Superman. That's Superman. And he gets paid though. One good, really tremendous year. Can't take that away from him. Guy says, well, anybody who thinks that a running back should get paid more than a quarterback, that's ridiculous. Then he says playing running back is easy. And I told him, I said, fool, that is the, the most fandomous idiot fandom comment I've ever heard in life. Never heard anybody say that before. Playing running back is easy, boy. You try running your ass through some some uh, some, line, some defensive linemen and some linebackers and some defensive backs. You talking about that's easy? They getting hit on every play. Just about. That's why that position has been downgraded because of the injuries to the running backs. Because the NFL is so harsh. It's full time. It's easy to play running back in the NFL. They don't even play. It's not easy to play running back. You pop water football, school football. Are you kidding me? Ooh. Listen to that fool, man. I, I, I had stopped talking to that fool, man. I'm like, that don't even make no sense. Tannehill got paid. So, Jameis Winston, 30 for 30 interceptions, baby. He's still out there. You know, Jameis is, uh, I don't know, hopefully he gets it together. He played for Bruce. Bruce has a no risk it, no biscuit mentality. And maybe Jameis Winston kind of took that very literally and just started throwing the ball all over the place. I'm not going to say all the interceptions were his fault because I didn't see all the interceptions, but 30 turnovers is a lot of turnovers, and that means the defense has to get back on the field constantly, constantly, constantly. And no team play that, that has a decent defensive unit wants to keep doing sudden change every time. It's, does it? They don't want to do it. I, matter of fact, I don't think no defense want to ever have sudden change, especially if you intercept the ball, then you have to go back out on the football field because your quarterback throws the interception. You don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. So good luck to James Winston. He's out there on the market. Some team is going to sign him. He'll be a backup somewhere unless he, you know, nobody signs him and he joins the XFL. That's always open for next year because XFL was done for this year. All right. Hey, listen, you're tuned in to the Smoking Section Podcast. I'm your host, your man, JT Live. I want to thank you all for listening in to the show. For those that's watching me, on, on our Facebook page, hey, I'm going in today. That's right. I'm going in. JT's getting this thing on. You can follow our show page, The Smoking Section Podcast, on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter, uh, The Smoking Section Podcast. Um, Instagram, I'm uh, at jsilas20, so you can follow me on Instagram. We haven't got an Instagram page, but you can follow me on Instagram, at jsilas20. Um, you can also find our show on any uh, format. We're on Google Play, Google Music Play. We're on uh, Apple iTunes, and we are also on um, Stitcher Smart Radio. So make sure you download it on Stitcher. Leave a comment. Let us know how you like the show. You can rip us apart. Give us great compliments, whatever it is. But interact with us if if you need be. And right here on Blog Talk Radio, you can leave comments on the comments page. You can like it. Um, I'll probably open up the chat room at one of these days, but here every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, uh, link up with us. We talk politics. We talk sports. We talk entertainment. We do the whole gamut here on the show, on the Smoking Section Podcast. My experience, the podcast, I think we have close to 500, a little bit over 500 shows, podcasts overall. So we, we get it in. We've been doing it a long time. 
And uh, we thank you all that have downloaded the shows because we do have a lot of downloads. So thank you all for downloading the shows and, and listening to them. Um, make sure you tune in next Thursday um, night and um, we'll 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And um, I think on some Tuesdays we'll be going live. So just look out for that. If you if you like our show, our show page, you'll know when the shows come up because you'll get alerts to when that happened. Uh, shout out to my Facebook group, uh, Chicago Sports Nation. Y'all know Chi-Town makes the world takes, baby. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. Yeah, I said it. Chi-Town make the world takes. Um, so we get it in on there. I, um, off that, talking about Chicago, you know what? Maybe I'll say the Bears for last. Right? I want to talk about the DeAndre Hopkins situation. And I have a very uh, interesting ex- experience uh, when it comes down to DeAndre Hopkins and what he did. And, and and for those who know, he just recently got traded from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals. I'm, I'm a fan of Kyler Murray's. Like, loved him at, uh, liked him when he was at Texas A&M. He never really got a run there uh, with Kevin Sumlin. And um, liked him as Arizona. Liked him at, loved him at Oklahoma. Great football player. I mean, and people always talk about size. I don't believe in size. I, I don't believe in that. I believe your heart. You got heart, you can play. Then maybe not on the offensive line because you need them some big uglies up in there, so you got to really tussle with them. Uh, but as far as receiver, running back, quarterback, I don't, truly don't believe in size, that size matters uh, so much so. I believe if you can play, you can play, period, point blank. It's, it's no question about that. So I'm going to ride with the the uh, Arizona Cardinals because I like, I like Kyler Murray. A whole lot. Like DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's an excellent receiver. He's, to me, he's one top five for sure, hands down. But DeAndre Hopkins did some things that I didn't necessarily like. And it wasn't because I have a, a up-close and personal stake in this, per se. But I like for guys to be humble. I like for them to be humble. When you play the game, whatever you're doing, it's okay to be humble, man. It's okay to take compliments. And there was something that he did... Um, I think it was last year, and I'm, I'm gonna play the clip from it, and and hopefully you guys can hear it. That's um, it's on the Facebook. Uh, just watch the Facebook live. But this was something that bothered me, and so I, I I wanted to bring this up as a reminder. So let's see if we can take a listen. It looked like we have a little technical difficulty up up. Well, let me see if I can get it back up uh, really quick. But um, I just had an issue with the, with with something he said, coach who had given him a compliment, and so if you can recall, this happened in 2017. So let's see if we can get it up here. I think it's going to come up on on um on this uh, page, and so let's see if we get it here. Now, I don't know if you were able to hear that. Hopefully, you were able to get some of that audio. Um, that was a part of the sound effect from the NFL.com. And um, DeAndre Hopkins 
He just played against the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and they they beat them. He had a great game against uh, Patrick Peterson. And Kevin Ross, who was the defensive back coach, came up to him and told him, hey, man, you know, I, I think right now you, you, you're the best in the game right now. And he says, I know. Then he goes to with the side with his coaches, with, with Bill O'Brien, who's, who's there in his huddle with some of the other football players, and says, that dude over there says, I'm the best receiver in the game. And he said, I told him I know. And they all started laughing it up. Now, there's a thing that's called being humble. And right now, you got humbled because your coach traded you to the Arizona Cardinals, which was one of the worst teams in the NFL, for a bag of chips, a sandwich, and soap. <laughs> that's what you got, excuse me, that's what you got traded for. And I'm just saying, for you to be as arrogant, to show that arrogance, it's just ridiculous, man. Take the compliment from the coach. It's a coach giving you a compliment. And not only that, he says that dude over there. Let me just give you a little background on this dude right there. Kevin Ross played in the NFL 13 years. He's two-time All-Pro. And City Chiefs Hall of Fame. He's one of the best football, one of the, the, the most respected cornerbacks that played the game in the NFL. Definitely for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he's with the Chiefs for like 10 years. So show him some respect, man. Know who you're talking to. You're just saying that dude right there. You don't even know. Be a student of the game. So now you get traded to the worst team in the NFL because Kyler's a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie quarterback anymore, but second year. So there's going to be some growing pains here because he has to get to know you as a football player. But have some humbleness, man. Chill. Take the compliment from the coach. Say, thank you, coach. I appreciate the compliment. This is a coach. This is a guy who played the game. He was there before you even thought about it. These young guys, I'm not ripping on young guys, man, but learn to respect the game, respect those who play. So now you got traded. Well, obviously, somebody didn't think you were the best player of the game. Your coach, who was right there in the huddle with you laughing, traded you three years later. Two and a half, maybe. Just saying. Just think about that. That's food for thought for you young guys that get that that, that ego gets you, spins you out of control. You get checked real quick. For him to make that comment, and I don't know if you all heard it, but I hope I explained it. So you can always check it. You can go look it up uh, on NFL FX and all that old kind of stuff, and they talk about it. But I thought that was really, really classless. And I like DeAndre Hopkins as a football player. I think he's a great football player. And Michael Irvin reported some things about him getting traded. I don't know how true those are. Apparently, Bill O'Brien talked about his baby mother's being around, talking about he had too much influence in the locker room. That's from Michael Irvin. Uh DeAndre Hopkins said, you know, it was blown out of proportion. I don't know. Was it really? Maybe he's trying to do damage control because he didn't want, you know, a lot of times football players don't like to get stuff out of their, you know, they don't like stuff to get out of the locker room too much. So, I don't know. These new guys, I don't know. They suspect a little bit. They like talking a little bit. DeAndre Hopkins got traded. And so, hopefully he's successful with the with the Arizona Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. Um, and Kevin Ross play for Temple. So, yeah, I'm a rat for my homie, my Temple brother, period, point blank. You think I'm not? <laughs> I was, you know, this opportunity, I was kind of waiting on this to happen. Just saying, it was at some point it was going to happen. I wanted to make sure that I got that out there. <laughs> Just discuss that real quick. Now, head on to the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. I just can't get right. 
Now, I'm not knocking the Nick Foles because the coaches, some of the coaches, I think the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, and Matt Nagy, I think they all had a relationship with, with uh, Nick Foles. Of course, they traded for Nick Foles from the Jacksonville Jaguars, and so that's who he has right now. Now, with that being said, I'm like this. You drafted wrong in the first place. You drafted Mitchell Trubisky, who played one year at North Carolina. One year. One year. At North Carolina. The guy that you couldn't, that he couldn't beat out all the time he was there is playing in the XFL or uh, uh, Canada someplace. You couldn't beat him out. Pass up Chicago Bears or Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes is only the Super Bowl winning quarterback, MVP, missed a touchdown thrower, Mr. Yards pass. Deshaun Watson was right there. I mean, he lost to uh, he, he lost to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. So maybe might have been Patrick Mahomes. I mean, might have been Deshaun Watson in the Super Bowl if you know they could have gotten past Deshaun Watson. I mean, um, Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying, drafted wrong in the first place. Now I'm gonna take it on a whole nother level, and I've I've gotten ripped apart for this before. Bears and African American quarterbacks. Last time the Bears drafted an African-American quarterback, Vince Evans. For those who remember Vince Evans, played for the Oakland Raiders, played for the Chicago Bears. He was with the Chicago Bears before Jim McMahon took over. Come on, man. That was like in the 70s, 70s, 80s, something like early 80s, 70s. Come on now. Y'all ain't took no, y'all haven't drafted Bears. The Bears have not drafted a black quarterback. You didn't even give Deshaun Watson an interview. You interviewed uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, but you let him out your building. You didn't draft him. You drafted up because you thought San Francisco was going to take Mr. Trubisky, dummies. You thought they were going to take him? He duped you, Ryan Pace, Mr. Rookie. And I could go down a long list of draft picks that this guy failed on. I could run it off. This boy wonder. But... You pass up on two quarterbacks, potentially. And I don't want to hear the excuses. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Nobody knew about Patrick Mahomes. That's, oh, you didn't know. Because you didn't know about it doesn't mean he didn't exist. You didn't know about Mitchell Trubisky. And I I challenge every Bear fan. Said they did. I called them out. You're, you're not being truthful at all because there's no way you paid attention to Mitchell Trubisky at North Carolina. That's a basketball school. You didn't watch it. Period, point blank. Stop it. You're not being truthful if you said you did. We all saw Deshaun Watson on display against Alabama. Second shot. National champion. Heisman Trophy. Oh, we've seen Deshaun Watson decorated. And could throw. Not only he, he could play the game. If you didn't see Patrick Mahomes, maybe you didn't watch enough football. That's on you. You're not college football. But the guy only bang, had bang out games and, and one record setting game against uh can't even think of the quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield. Had a huge game against Baker Mayfield. We threw for like five, six hundred yards, whatever. I could play. But don't give me no excuses. If you didn't watch it, so you didn't watch football. You listen to these, these so-called scouts. There were scouting services that know absolutely nothing. These are the same people who do not have Tom Brady listed. These are the same people who said that Cam Newton couldn't play. These are the same people who said uh, 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 Jackson in in uh, Baltimore wasn't going to be good. These are the same critics. Can't listen to these people. 
Some of them, I'm not going to say all of them, some of them have never played football. Some of them have no concept of the feel of the game. And I'm not saying that that's a prerequisite, but I'm just saying that you got to have some kind of general feel to know when a guy can play and when he cannot. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Some guys, you just got to be able to, uh, to be analytical and really study and stop looking at the negatives. You have so many people that look at the negatives of a player. Oh, it's, it's funny to me. Especially the case of Jackson, who was at Louisville, had great Heisman Trophy. He won the Heisman Trophy as a sophomore, freshman, whatever year he was. And guys were praising him. Oh, this guy is, he's all world. But when he gets time to go to the NFL, oh, hold up. Come out. He can't do this. He can't do that. He's just a running quarterback. He needs to switch to receiver. Get rid of that narrative. The narrative is old and it's outdated. And I told some guys. In, in my sports group, again, because I have to educate some of these guys, I told them again, the quarterback quarterback is just another back in the backfield. You have running backs. You used to have it be named out. The, the fullback, halfback, quarterback. It's just a part of the entire uh, an H-back. It's just the entire, it's, that's just part of the entire backfield. You can design your offense based on how you want to do it. Oh, that's not a pro set offense, and that that offense is not. That's BS. There's no such thing. It's football. You play football. They started running the Wildcat a few years ago. Teams had to stop it. Oh, that's not pro. That's not NFL. They'll pick it up. Okay, we're going to run it till they pick it up. There's no such thing as a pro-style offense. That's just somebody who's designed that offense, and everybody just follows. Coaches do that, you know. It's copycat league. Coaches copy off each other a lot. Whatever works successfully for one coach, they try to use it to the other ones too. They, they do that. I'm just saying. West Coast offense, you know, people just kind of copy that. They do it all over. So, same thing with this. Now it's the spread. Everybody's doing the spread. Spread offense, spread offense. Oh, that's college. Kevin Sumlin really kind of brought it to the forefront in college, the college game. Now, everybody's doing the spread. Pros are doing the spread. Everybody's doing the spread offense. Successful. You use what's successful. The African-American quarterback can run. He can scramble. And now it's not just African-American. It's, 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 it's Caucasian quarterbacks, too. They can get loose. Give you a clear example. Well, I'll, I'll just give you this. I have a defensive lineman, 6'5", 275, 280 pounds, 300. He can run a 4'5". You got a quarterback that's standing back there stationary that runs a 4'9", and he can't move. And I got a lineman that's six foot, six foot three, 320 pounds that can't move because this guy right here is fast as lightning and quick and can get around. I need my quarterback to be able to move because he's going to get hurt. He can't scramble. He's going to get hurt. Now, what I need him to do to be able to slide, Russell Wilson, be able to slide, be able to not get take those hits like RG3 did, that's what I need from you. That's all I'm saying. So I'm going to get the ball downfield, no doubt about it. Get the ball downfield because we got receivers. Hey, man, you ain't got but a couple of seconds in that pocket, and then you got to go. That was what was so great about Tom Brady is that he had an offensive line around him to keep him healthy. If he didn't have that offensive line, Tom Brady would have been broke a long time ago. I mean, just, just keep it real. So you have situations now in which you have quarterbacks who can move. And again, the yards, when the play, the play breaks down, get loose. Get loose. You don't want this... I'd rather have my quarterback moving than have this this 6'5", 6'6", 
290-pound stallion running at him. <coughs> Excuse me. A stallion is a male horse. I know all people talking about Megan Stallion, guys. I hear guys out here talking about Megan Stallion, fine. Really? Megan Stallion? Stallion? When did Stallion become of the, the, the you know, female persuasion? I, I never knew that. Just, just putting that out there. I want you guys to know what you're talking about so you're clear on what you're talking about. Anyway, Chicago Bears. You haven't drafted uh, an African-American quarterback. You haven't, done, you haven't done well at that at all. And so my thing is this. It's time for you to get your stuff together. You, Nick Foles, I'm okay with as a backup. I think he's going to push, push uh, Mitch, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's going to push him. I think he'll be serviceable for him. And if he goes down, I think uh, he will be the perfect backup for the Chicago Bears because he knows the system. Now, Mitch is going to have a very short window. He's going to have a very, very short window. So if he messes up, it's lights out. It's a done deal. I mean, it's a done deal for Mitchell Trubisky. He can't mess up. His window's going to be very short. Now, I'm going to blame Matt Nagy a lot for this. I couldn't figure out for the life of me why he did not allow Mitchell Trubisky to play during the preseason. He was It's only his second year in your offense. That cannot be the case, man. Bitch, you got to be a lot smarter than that. I mean, uh, Matt Nick, you got to be a lot smarter than that, man. This guy needed preseason work. I don't care if you're talking about injuries. Nah, he needed to be on the football field working. He needed to have reps, repetitions. He's a young quarterback. Remember, he started one year at North Carolina. That's it. So he needed as many reps as possible. I think right now he would just be in his rookie year in the NFL. He needed reps. That was a bad move. And, I, and I, I, again, you have people saying, oh, preseason, why is he playing preseason? I mean, what are you talking about? He needs some reps. It's a professional football. Repetition in, in any sport like that is going to help you. Especially in football, it's really needed because everything is so coordinated. You, you rely on 11 people to get things done. So I had an issue with that, per se. Um, outside of that, the Bears have the defense. They spent a lot of money on their defense. They just signed Robert Quinn, who had 10 sacks for the Dallas Cowboys last year. They paid him big money. They also, uh, you know, they got number 52 on the other side over there. Lil Mack. They got decent linebackers. They just re-signed Danny Trevathan. So that's cool right there. So they got a solid defense. There's no way in the world that you should let this defense go with a young quarterback who just doesn't get it yet. Sorry. You can't do it, Bears. You can't afford to do it. Can't afford to allow this to happen. If you do allow this to happen, Chicago Bears will be in the dump and they won't win. They would have wasted a defense because defense, they get old quick. They don't stay young. I mean, you, you only have a, a short window. It's it's three, two to three years, max. We, I mean, we've seen it before with Chicago Bears. You only have a certain amount of time that defense is going to last and you have to make moves quickly. And so, Mitch Trubisky's just not mature enough yet. He's just not there yet. And for those Mitch supporters, keep supporting him. You're going to be supporting him on some other team, but he ain't going to be with the Bears long because if Nick Foles stays healthy and if Nick Foles gets in the game and he doesn't get injured, Nick Foles, that's his job. He's there for the rest of the year. This is Nick Foles' job to, to really lose. And they said they wanted to ignite some fire under, under uh, Mitch. Well, competition should do that. 
But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But, hey, listen, it's been great talking to you all today um, on the show. Make sure that uh, you tune in next Thursday uh, right here on, on Blog Talk Radio. Make, make sure you catch our podcast and um, follow the show page. Make sure you hit us up. You can also uh, like our page on Facebook, the Smoking Section Podcast. You catch us on all the platforms, Google, Apple, Stitcher. Make sure you download our podcast. Check us out, uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can follow our show here. Download the show as well. I'm your host, Shemir JT Live. Be safe out there. I know there is a lot of, um, a lot of, I said this before, listen to the professionals. They're giving you information. Check with the news sources to make sure they give you the accurate information and everybody's saying the same thing in regards to the coronavirus. Um, I know it's out here and, and we have to be careful. Limit your social contact if at all possible. Um, please, people, don't gouge at the stores and buy everything up. I mean, really? How many pieces of toilet paper can you use? Damn. I mean, at some point, and you buying up, I mean, people buying up grits, rice, bread. I even seen lettuce gone. I'm like, what the hell are you going to do with lettuce? How long is that going to last you? I mean, come on, man. Y'all got to make some common sense out of stuff from time to time. Some of the time, people just... They just get outrageous now with some of this stuff. So make sure you 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 use some common sense when you out here, man. And, and then you got elderly people that need stuff. They're not out, first of all, elderly people not out here buying up everything. They can't, they can't even get into their houses. And you buy up five, ten rolls of toilet paper. Uh, of toilet paper. I seen one one uh, something online. The guy had just bought the cart out with toilet paper, and then people just just rush the they just rush the cart. Like, damn, relax. Give people an opportunity to buy. You don't need all the stuff. The stores are closing. Hello? Damn. Hey, this your man, JT Live, man. Hey, y'all have a great day. And uh, again, like our Facebook page, The Smoking Section Podcast, man. Get in on it. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at, at uh, jsilas20. You guys have a wonderful day. Check us out next Thursday, man, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure you get this show. Hey, talk to you later. Peace.